Fans, right? so, 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 I mean, when, when it comes to though, um, you know, the, the whole reality though of trying, I mean, I, I've worked with so many famous artists that have came in the studio and we've sat down and they're working on their new record, a new album, or what have you, and, and they feel this pressure because they've had maybe a past, that's right, or yeah. Two, yeah, and they've got this pressure where we need to make this better than that track, or we need to try and get it hookier than this track or we need to you know there's always something you know i mean i worked years ago years and years ago with ace of bass and when when they when they were really breaking it and, and it was going massive all over the world and the pressure to make one record to sound like the next record all oh, what well, it must have the same feel it must have this it must have that um you know we, we, we want a whistle in the background it must be in every track we want this we want that and and it kind of becomes a formula, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, whereas, and, and, and I think maybe the first album or the first kind of hits that you guys had a bit of a formula because it, it, it had that sound. It had that, that is definitely Dayreem, your voice straight mm -hmm. away, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's you and, and you've got these kind of piano-y hooks and the, the big soulful vocal. Um, but did you feel pressure coming into the studio trying to write something or are you just doing this this time uh, as a no pressure? It's no pressure because we don't have a label for one. So, you know, yeah. we ourselves. so the only pressure was for us is on ourselves to make good tunes. Ultimately, I don't think, I, I said very long, but yeah, using strings and pianos, it's using strings and pianos, but we're not doing anything. It's hmm. copying a formula. We just, you know, Pete generally writes, starts, writes, all has some songs he's written himself. It's it, it, each song comes at one, at one at a time, and and compiled songs, and hopefully we've put it together. It sounds like a complete album. I don't, 
I don't, you put pressure on yourself. So obviously, with a record label, they'll tell you, he'll know more about that because yeah. he's second album, he must have intense pressure. I was, I was asked many times, why don't you just write another one of those, uh, like things going about, going, <laughs> if I knew where that fucking came from, of course I'd do it, you dev. I, I had no idea. They, they, <laughs> they, they come in, like the, the little sporadic things. I want to tell you, like, I've got this kind of antenna and I'm just sitting here and it goes onto the phone now. I just throw it straight into logic. So I get working really quickly on the idea. I've, I've removed the idea of me translating what's on here through to logic. I just have it in front of me. It makes things really quick. And, um, and, and Alan has to calm me down sometimes because my head just runs off and off and all this stuff. And it must be quite annoying. <laughs> but anyway, these things come in and, and he helps me shape them straight away. And we're, we're getting quicker at that. But in terms of beating the last record, I went to see two movies in the last few years. One was Bohemian Rhapsody and the other one was Rocket Man. And I was sitting there in a bit of a funk, uh, having, you know, uh, I won't go into it, but life got in the way, as Alan said, a bit of a funk. And I was going, hang on a minute. That's what these guys have done. They've, they, they've been, they've risen to the occasion. They've given the sting, he's always supplied the hit. You can do this. So I went away and I thought about it and I, I don't know what was going on in my head, but when, when people say something to me in conversation, it always triggers me off. That's where things kind of get better came from. So I've got that kind of mindfulness about, so you better be careful. I'm even listening to you now. <laughs> but, you know, so this is just the way the writer's heads are. And then, um, yeah, I, I'm saying, saying this, oh, God, I don't know where the phrase came from. I used to believe in love, you know, um, having been dejected. And then I went, but now I believe in you. And it's like, oh, okay, that's a turnaround. So when I brought that to Ali, it was like, we wanted to do something with chorus, like a big chorus with it, but we used all these new sort of major 17s, diminished 13s, like I found a chord machine on Logic, which I really enjoyed because I'm not a very good player. So we've been experimenting with that. And then, as I said, when we had Emperors, we just started that from scratch. So I don't think the pressure's on... You know, I'll never write another song like Things Going Better. I, I don't I don't want to anyway. I um it would sound like I'm trying that. Does that make any sense? Whereas what yeah. Alan and I are trying to do, we're trying to make a good, we're trying to impress each other. That's what we're trying to do. I think that's the pressure. Yeah. So you say Alan, you know what I mean? We're trying to like when we did Make Love Cool again, he, we were sitting watching TV and, and we don't watch TV. This is the one time he watched TV with me, right? And we're sitting watching something on TV and he said make love cool again. And I went, fuck, let's get we went straight down, and, and that was it. That's you have to think of these as ideas. Where's Peter gone? I said, Where's he? was there. We watched you. We say, Come on, I've done this. I've done this. I think Make Love Cool again, it holds its head with best thing easily. And um, you used to believe in love is up there with things we were better, in my humble opinion. The, the court of com a public opinion will, be, will decide on this. And also, I think they'll, they'll know that it is us and that, that they'll be entertained by it. And that um, we're, in, we're back, we're, we've put the glove on again. We're, we're in the right space, you know? We're, we're, we're the, the fit. We're the, we meet expectations, I think. That's yeah, you, 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 you both sound really quite, you know, full of energy and, 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 and both seem enthusiastic. Watch. You know, again, it's quite unusual because a lot of artists that you speak to that have been in the business a long time are kind of like, well, you know, we'll see how it goes and well, you know, and, and that type of stuff. Yeah. You, you, you guys are, you know, you've, yeah. I'm, getting a, I'm getting a buzz here. We, we are What's buzzing the... on what we've done and we know how good it is. And we're convinced that it'll even do a word of, word of mouth campaign on its own again because we had the same feeling when we had Best Thing and we had the same thing feeling when we had Things. 
and we know we've got a record here which is just going to that's going to open way open pathways for us it's going to do its own work it speaks for itself so I don't know maybe well, Alan thinks no you're rubbish I'm talking about your arse again Connor totally in agreement I'm totally in agreement with you you know yeah. we, we've played a few people just like here and the feedback's been amazing on it so mm. yeah, and we're buzzing because we you know for us I know every artist always says it's the best track we've ever done oh man it's been but genuinely this is my <laughs> best album yeah. <laughs> yeah. There. There's not a good best me, but there's a, there's lots of different songs there. Yeah. And Peter said, "Time will tell." One day, but for us, we listened to it and we're really proud of it. So I know I'm happy. I'm happy we've done that, and it's that's great. So I'm I'm buzzing because I know you know I'm I'm waiting to see when the things start coming out. What people say because I'm I'm genuinely we had a really good review of the single last week. It's on just some. some it was marvelous, marvelous. And it was a really and it's brilliant. You read that and someone. It's not an up the dots between our history and, and where we are at now. You just really we'll tell us what we think eventually anyway. But we we're confident. We want to get it out there. Yeah. So so, so let, let me ask you, Peter. I mean, you know, obviously you were the initial face of the Reem, you know, when when you know people recognize you, I think, in, in the beginning. And obviously, as the singer and so on, um, so you would have had to take the being the lead singer problems, if you like, that come with that. Um, what, what what would you give as a form of advice to young singers starting out today? Is there any wee pocket of magic that you could give to them to say, I wish I'd known that when I started. I wish I'd done this when I started. Yeah. If the main thing is to watch your ego, you've got to watch the ego. It's very easily fed by yes, yes people, you know, and um, yeah. and that's a very dangerous place. I, I know of bands who collapsed for the same reason, pretty much that we did. Um, and that that's the one thing. I, I don't know. I mean, would I have listened? The thing is, we're all quite nihilistic when we're at that age. We're kind of like, you know, I've already at that stage. I've been through three or four different bands with, and and you know, jostling for position with people, and it's really quite, um, yeah, narcissistic. You know, can be, and you get into that bubble. You know, so that's yeah. the thing. Watch, watch the ego, because it does, it can take over. But the thing is, I think as you get older, and I had time to think about what happened between me and all, you get to the point where you go, actually, I wasn't listening. I wish I was, because we could have done this. And then when that happens, you're in a different position. So then when you do meet up, you go, actually, let's try and do it properly. So we'll share this and we'll share that and we'll try this because I can trust you now. So that, that's coming from a very, very different position than, than when you're just in the madness. I mean, the chaos of the 90s. So I mean, you know, <laughs> dare I say more, it's just yeah, yeah complete, you know, head spin. So was it, would it be fair to say then that at the time, Peter, that, that you know, because you know, like a footballer, I suppose, or a pop star or whatever. I mean, I think when I, I mean, I remember spending time with Bono and he said exactly this about you too, as an example, was that yeah. he felt that everyone was feeding him all the time. You know, you're the talent, you're the guy, you're the main this, you're, yeah, because he, he was in front, you know. But why he's and, so good is because I've seen him on this. They've worked through their troubles the same way Alan and I have had to. Um, he was... He was conscious of sharing the writing because they were turning up in Ferraris and they were taking the, the dart, you know, the coach. Um, yeah. So that, that throws a wedge down there. That doesn't feel like a very fair place to be. And then, you know, when you see the people like the guy in the jam trading the drummer and the bass player really badly, it's like, 
it doesn't it doesn't bode well for a relationship you know so you've got to you got to include people and trust people and that's that's you got to come from that position so i think yeah you know he, he's absolutely right i mean i, well, I think bono's a, a legend an absolute legend but i know that people like you two and doves and even and us we share the writing we share all also alan shares a lot of the, the costs of doing these things with me so um yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're we're all in we're all in and how do you feel about it, Alan, then? I mean, coming from your perspective, from being, you know, the guy pushing the buttons, the guy kind of getting the thing in the scene, you know, bringing that credible thing, your knowledge and all that. I mean, because, you know, I've experienced, I think I've experienced both sides of it because I've, 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 I've been an artist uh, in my youth and I've also been the DJ producer. And, and, yeah. and, and so I've kind of, I've kind of, I've been in the both camps, but, but, but how did you feel about it? Did you find it? frustrating that you couldn't uh, reach through to Peter at one point in time? Back in the day, that's why I, did, I left off the first album, didn't do the second album, purely it was going a different way from what I want, you know, where I wanted to be, because I'm not, you know, I, I was, as you say, Pete, Pete, the manager, they're telling him, you're this, Pete, you're that, you're that, you know, and, so, and I wasn't getting in that, and I didn't really want it, to be fair, I wasn't, I was right in the background, I kept myself to myself, really, well. Yeah. You had your own career as a DJ, you know, it, you, didn't, you weren't relying on the band for your musical yeah. um just uh, so it was and then you could see where it was going and i wanted to do a, a no music obviously in that second one but then it wasn't going that way which, and that's the way in a way had we stayed together and done a second round it might have been brilliant it might this might not as it was you got went on tour and did all that and made you know it went to number one so this 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 past i don't really care you know it's good when we met again and peter and i were able to sit and say right okay bosh it's like this let's just get on with this and do it just forget all the past we can see what the value was in it yeah. And I see the value in it, yeah. yeah. And it, to me, it's just I, like... I think it's fantastic that you've managed to, 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 to get over that. I mean, I think that's incredible. If you, you have to be grown up. You know, say again, mate, go on. You've a sad, lonely person if you didn't. You know, life, life's too short for all that rubbish, to be honest with me. Well said. Well said. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Alan? Let's talk a bit about the, the DJ in front then. What kind of sort of genre did you start with then you know when when this all kicked off i, I mean i was um i've been djing since the 80s on the whole acid house thing and just just which was wasn't really acid house obviously it was a bit of everything hip-hop and when i met peter it was all i was running my own nights and which were essentially well acid house i suppose we weren't commonly small but they were um it was a bit of everything. The Italian house, that big old Italian house stuff, mixed with, you know, we're playing like indie stuff and, you know, it's all e-music, basically, that nonsense. And that, that's it. And it's just, you know, that that was that. I've moved on from there somewhat. So, I mean, I'm still still DJ, although I say that, I haven't DJed in, in over a year now, so I do my own radio show. But it's all got very electronic and slow and moody. So so what what, what would be your, your, your typical set you know what? What? What would you? I mean, no. I've seen. Yeah, no, no. What? What kind of vibe would you go for? Nights in Birmingham, night Birmingham, Brighton, sometimes London. I just do the odd thing. Um, it's quite electronic, acidy, and sort of. Um, it's hard to describe. I've got a quite a weird sort of style. It's quite slow, and it just builds up, and it's quite, you know, moody. I'm getting old now, so I can't really do the really fast thing. Although I did have Paranoid London play one of my gigs. And they were they banged the hell out of it, part of that, and and it was quite good fun. Although I didn't bang the hell out of it, I have to say beforehand. But but <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'd, I'd like um, just I just like good electronic music. You know, I'm really into 
I love a lot of worldy stuff, you know, like quite like all the sort of world instruments, tablets and stuff. Mixed with like Indian and Middle Eastern stuff and a lot of the Balkan music, I love mixed in with that sort of deep dubby sort of house. I love it. It's, it's really good. And I'd say I've got more on show and I play a lot of that, I play a lot of dub though as well, sort of reggae and stuff. So just yeah, I I I, said, I mean Pete's got his own show and he's doing like on BBC Elston. He's doing like his old Pete's old golden oldies sort of thing, his favourites in the past. Mine's a sort of million miles away from that. It's sort of very much about new music and you know push, trying to push that forward, which is what I've always been about anyway. So, so what, what, where, where is your radio station aired? Uh... Brighton. It's actually it's a Brighton station. It's a uh, it's obviously it's got um, you can hear it online, but it's it's, it's a Brighton station. So yeah, just they were basically the friends that well friends of friends that were running it, and they gave me free rent to do what I want really. So. Which is what I need. I, I couldn't sit there and be told to play playlist stuff and do that. So I, I think I'd struggle on, on sort of a proper radio station like BBC or something. So yeah, I like I like just. I've always wanted to do it. I've only been doing it about a year now. I've always fancied that idea of playing what I like. If I feel like chucking a jazz tune and I'll play a jazz tune, next yeah. to, next to throbbing gristle or something, you know, just whatever. And just, you know, I like that idea of just saying, oh, I fancy this and do. I mean, I do work it out. It's not just completely haphazard. I do think, well, oh, that sounds quite good next to it. But, you know, I don't do a lot of talking, little bits here. I introduce things and that. And, I, you know, Pete's more of the raconteur than I am, put it that way. He likes to tell a story. Most of my stories aren't really for public consumption anyway from the past. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. No, so, so, I mean, yeah, what's the new album, you know, Tell me a bit about the new album then. What else? Pete's away. Well, what, what, what's how many tracks are on the album? Tracks on the album, and it's and obviously it's bass and dance in the sense it's dance that people saying oh Lord, <clears throat> no, we're using drum, you know, we use drum loops and juice, whatever, as as well as um, live percussion. It's bass and dance, but it's um, it's hard to describe. It really is hard to. There's a couple of sort of house, sort of disco, one disco house tune. One sort of quite US sounding, sort of US house, and sounds quite old school. People have said this thing, you could feel the 90s in all the tracks, even though they're all completely different. So there's like a, there's a sort of ballady type one on it, there's a lot of mid tempo. One sounds quite um, indie. First, next single, people say sounds a bit happy Mondays ish. It's just, but they've always got that 90s feel to them. There's, there's a thread through it, although it's, it, it, it's difficult. There's, as much as we said it harks back to the original dream, if you, there's nothing that's dream. You can tell it's a dream album, but it's not, you know, there's no big cheesy house numbers and stuff on it. And cheesy, terrible words, really. But it's just, um, yeah. I think I like to call it quite intelligent pop music. That's what I like to call it. That's why I like to call it. It's, you know, it's pop music for grown ups, basically. It's not everyone's idea of pop. People think what you're talking about. But to me, it's pop. And it's, um, but not bubblegum pop, and it, it's just when Pete gets his guitar out every now and then. We've got loads of live percussion on it, lots of live instruments on it, and just but it's yeah, it's it's just a good it's a good listen. It's short. We've kept it short. Our last album was far too long. I know that like half the length of our last album, but the ten tracks we've kept them all to pop length, like three minutes. You know, some leave it short, some, and it's just um, it, it flies past. I like it. I listen to it at home, and I've still I listen to it. I put it on. Mrs. likes it, which is handy, and we can listen to it and think that, you know, oh, I'll, I actually genuinely like it. So that's that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love to. I'd love to hear it. Well, so wait, 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 wait. When do when do you think it will actually be? 
coming up July, 23rd of July, we are getting vinyl CDs. I've just getting the vinyl sorted out now. And thankfully, I've got someone in France who can do it for me in time. It will be not loads of vinyl, seeing the market's not there, but it'll be so 23rd of July is the date we've got set for it. We've got a single out, first single out on the 30th of April, then we're going to do one, second single about mid June, and we might do a third single to coincide with the album. I'm not sure if we do it after the album comes out before. I, you know, so it's difficult when you run, you're running all yourself and trying to work it all out. You know, so yeah. that's when a rec, having a record company helps when they just say, yeah, you're doing this and that's it. So you kind of like, you know what's going on. When you're doing it yourself, you know, everything. I mean, at the moment, I've got my designer on. We've got the front cover sort of done, but a designer's doing all the other bits. I'm completely reliant on him to get it in back to us this week so I can get the vinyl press and things, you know. <laughs> it's just bizarre having to rely on people to do things that I can't do them, you know. So so, so it's, it's weird. I mean, I've run labels. I've got a, I've got my dance label for the gym, and I, I just put a 12s. But that's a lot easier. This is a, obviously a lot bigger undertaking to take it on so sure yeah sure i mean no no i mean that, that this, this is it. so i mean from from your own label's perspective then i mean what, what what sort of runs are you doing in this day and age when it comes to the vinyl runs 500 albums initially i think that's enough i mean I'll, and it is for what it, it might surprise us we might you know once as soon as i've got the artwork done and it's in production it says six weeks i can put it up for a pre-sale and we'll get a rough idea and if 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 we, you know, and pre-sale says we can get more, I'll I'll tell them to print us off another three hundred or whatever. But I think five hundred is enough. I think yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, that's that's great. Well, that's, I, I love that idea coming out in vinyl as well. That's, that's we're doing a seven inch as well. This is the worst. I, I put we're doing a seven inch of the next single, and then um, I I got that, and it's six months it's taken. And that's not going to come till August because it's a company I used over here. When I go get the album, it's that that'll be done in six weeks. I'm really annoyed, really, but it's just is what it is. So that we're doing two fifty. I wanted some vinyl. That's one single, two hundred fifty. That and the album on vinyl. Just you've got to do it. Digital's so faceless, isn't it? It's, it's you know, you, it's not the same. It's good to have it. And I know people. I know people will buy it. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, I'm not bothered about it. It's not about making money all the time, is it? It's but just if we can sell and break even on it all, that's then it's great. No, that's fantastic. It's great, and 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 people saying that you're you're thinking about live live stuff as well. Got some gigs. They've got we've got we had a tour booked in, and obviously, and the thirty day tour booked in, and that that's been done, and obviously lockdown completely ruined that. So we've got some gigs and festivals. They've been rescheduled. Look, I'm still not over personally not over convinced on this beginning of um well mid mid. June isn't it? Mid June the sing, and then beginning of July we've got a gig on the third of July, being the first one in Sunderland. And I'm still not convinced these things are going to happen, but I could be wrong. We're we're planning for it. We're getting ready to do it, but I just, yeah. I, I you know, we'll wait and see. I just, I, I, I think there's a few more twists and turns and all this yet. I agree with you. I, I, I manage, um, you know, one of the big bands and and and. They had a lot of gigs over in Russia, and um, you know it keeps getting cancelled, and then they keep rescheduling it, and then it get And I think that this is now on our fourth or fifth rescheduling, you know. And they're just so the, the the promoters over there are so eager to put it back on, and I keep saying the same thing. Look, it's it's uh, it's not even it's not even about 
their rules in, in Russia, the rules are to fly out to Russia. I mean, it's just it's just not easy, you know. It's just not going to happen. For gigs, I thought Boomtown got cancelled today. So today, Boomtown had to cancel because the government won't underwrite it, which is, you know, our government won't underwrite it. Unlike Germany and stuff, don't the insurers won't back him. And so that's that's for the third quarter. So these are gigs that are now for the third quarter. So what that's September onward, that are now being cancelled or August almost, yeah, August onward. And they're they're being they can't risk going ahead. So even if they yeah. even as I said, they won't be able to because 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 of planning. So it really doesn't bode well, I think. For we'll see. I and mean, luckily we're not doing sort of massive festivals, they're all like you know, maybe that smaller level of festivals. So it's a uh, you know, so the, the potential, I don't know. I, I, we're, we're, we're ready to play. We're ready to do things. We're getting ready to do things. So, no, no, he's, he was talking about playing live there, was he? He was talking about live, just the live shows and, and whether, he, you know, he, he, he had uh, reservations if, if he thought they were going to go ahead or not, basically. I, I've seen today on Twitter uh, two festivals already have, have cancelled because they can't get the insurance. Yeah, yeah. That's what it comes down the- to when you... The, the government's hung out. We were the first out. We were the first industry out. We were the last back. And um, I can't, what can I say? I think it's it's criminal what's happened. I really do. No, no uh, it, is, it is. It is. There's no, I mean, that's what I was saying to, to, to Alan when you were away there. That, 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 you know, I think, you know, I mean, I manage a, a couple of groups as well. And, and, and you know, they're, they're well known well-known acts, but I mean, we've had to reschedule four times now it's, in Russia uh, for, for these four, and the promoters over there are so keen to put it on, but we can't, they can't fly out. You know, it's impossible, you know? It's amazing. I wonder what kind of discussion they're having when they're sitting there going, what about hospitality and live events? And the conversation goes a little bit like, well, if we let them do it, there's going to be an upsurge. That's what Sage says, right? And so, well, that, that's seen as a risk because this, this country's become zero risk, right? But yeah. zero COVID, zero risk. And uh, in doing so, and then they, they put the fear of Jesus into people so much now that will you even get the audiences coming out? Yeah. Uh, this is they'll be like, I'm afraid, you know, you know, the, all this thing about it, who's vaccinated, who's not. Um, it, the whole thing's a complete mess. And what really should have happened once the vaccination program was rolled out is that they should have gone, right, okay, we protected the vulnerable. Like we said, we would, we're okay now to open up, which is what all the statistics show. It scares the hell out of me that they're yeah. still locking us down in this scenario and they're ruining even more businesses, more promoters, more live venues by just going for a, such an uber careful approach that it just, it, it, it beggars belief. And then Starmer standing there saying that the guy in the pub's giving him misinformation when he's quoting the ONS statistics for deaths yeah. and saying that's misinformation. I mean, yeah. we're in an abusive relationship with the government here who are basically gaslighting us and terrifying the bejesus out of people unnecessarily. And the yeah. amount of harms that they are doing anyway, is just too much. And I really hope we do get to do live, but I'm afraid I called out September this time two years ago when I said a year to the virus, a year to the, the vaccination and another six months to the, and it's just going to keep going on because now they've got a new thing called a variant. And once they've got yeah. a variant, that's a new lever by which they can just keep the switch. That's why we're wearing masks this summer 
as a way of keeping us prepped for the next leap that we have to make when they say go. So in answer to the question, are we going to be doing shows this summer? I don't believe we will be. I don't believe we'll be. The only thing that's going to get us out doing shows again is two things. The guillotine, which takes the heads off government, especially Tories. (laughs) Secondly, an election, which puts a a party in there. That's it. That's it. Back, 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 back. That's it. Yay. Fuck the Tories. <laughs> That's going to be one of our shirts. The supermarket just says- another election might sort it, but you need to have a party that's going to just like make lockdowns illegal and do the right thing, which is protect the, the vulnerable and wait for vaccine. If we have to have a big lockdown again, it's going to do exactly the same thing. It's going to ruin everybody's lives. Why are we doing this? I don't get it. Anyway. No, I, I I agree. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, it's it's so important for 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 musicians though, and you know, I think even inspiring musicians to understand that how frustrated the current musicians are because I mean, you know, everyone just puts that tab on people. Oh, they 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 must be rich. They must be okay. Life must be amazing. This must be because you know. That, that, that's what the public and the, the, the media kind of portray it to be. But, the only but, people who are rich here are the people who run things like Amazon, inter- the internet, Facebook. They've all enriched themselves many times over. And in fact, the Tories have had their nose in the trough now, the public purse, for a year and a half with their chumocracy, and they've been feeding their mates big pay packets without any uh, due, due, due checks and balances. It's it's like it's like George Orwell couldn't even imagine in his wildest dreams that it would be this much of a free for all by the aristocracy against its own people. It it really has to stop. Now, if Dream has to read the revolution, if we have to read lead the revolution now, I'll be at the front. You'll be my Che Guevara. I'll get the bandanas. Let's forget about like the motorcycle helmets, like you know, like Daft Punk. We'll get bandanas and we'll take up. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I, I'm up for it. I, I'm, I'm getting my bandana straight away. That's it. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there, one hundred percent. So, 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 I mean, looking at it, you know, guys. I mean, to 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 bring this to kind of some kind of. I spoke to to Alan when you were away about about the album and how many tracks and so on and so forth. And he's telling me the great news about the vinyl. I love that idea. Um, yeah. bring that out in vinyl, that's a fantastic idea, I'll, I will certainly be getting a vinyl for sure, but I mean what what about the rest of it then, I mean what's, what's your goals now as far as have you reached them, is this is this is this fun, is this an added bonus or you know have you got certain other goals that you want to try? I, I will kill me but I will be candid with you, I, I want to do something I want to do another album with that one and I've already talked to him about it, and he's already gone. No, we've got to do this album. <laughs> so I'm kind of, re- I've got this all, this, all these other stuff. Like I really want us to get going, um, but um, there is, I, I want to t- explore other things as well. I, um, there could be a musical, maybe there won't be. I don't know. Uh, I, I want to see because we, we can play with this. You know, I've just got Al's got his own radio show. I've got my radio show. I'm doing a thing called Beats for Better Days on BBC Radio Ulster. I'm really interested in writing other things now and, and stuff that challenges me. And stuff, now that Alan have got our, we've got our video skills up and we've got our writing skills up, it's only a small leap from this to small, shorter videos and potentially with an idea to do something longer. I, I think we can, we're in our sandbox. We can still have fun 
exploring these these ideas and working on new ideas. So yeah, that's what I see the future. Hopefully, I don't know what Alan sees. Hollywood. That's how I look at it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood. That's uh, Mr. Universe. I'm going to get get into weight training, Mr. Universe. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. You, 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 you're definitely another album. There's no doubt. Obviously, this is we've just finished this one. Pete's got lots of ideas. And I, I just want to have a little... little <laughs> Calm bit. down, son. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I mean, we just, we'll just get on it. Cause it's got, I mean, we'll get there and we'll do... Yeah. It'd be nice to enjoy this one for a little while. Yeah. Although, Pete, I think you've yeah. bored of this one already. <laughs> it's funny because you're out there promoting it and you already know you've got all these other things that are in your head. So, look, look, it is what it is. And we're lucky to do what we do. And we're having fun doing it, so... We, we, we're in a privileged position. I, I allude to what you were saying, Ellen, about people thinking everyone well off. You know, some, obviously, there are a lot of musicians are well off, not all. And we're in a reasonable position. Priest and I are both comfortable enough without being yeah. multimillionaires, like, you know, it's like this. We're comfortable yeah. enough we, we, to we, write this pandemic a little bit. Well, yeah. we have been able to write this pandemic. That's why yeah. we're here. And it's and we make this album and get by it. Had it not been for, for well, remember, you know, we've been lucky in some respects. We. Not all musicians get that. You know, a lot of musicians no. you know, have, have have had to go job and earn the doll, whatever. And you know, that's not great. But so we, I think we've been lucky, and we can. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, yeah, we have enjoyed it. It's been nice to be able to enjoy it, and then hopefully we'll continue to enjoy it. Mm. No, the, I mean, uh, when the fun so, stops, stop. Yes. I don't think that's going to. I don't think that's ever going to stop. I, I get that impression. <laughs> Nothing can stop us now. What a great record! So, so let, let me finish this up then, guys. I mean, normally I start the podcast with a tune of 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 uh, whoever I'm speaking with, and then we 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 we, we go out with it. Um, so, so if we can go one each, then um, I'll start with you, Peter. What tune would you like us to lead in with? One of our tunes. Yeah, it's got to be one of yours. It can't oh, be. Right. It can't, can't, can't be anyone else. Um, I would like to hear um, "Make Love Cool Again." Make love cool again. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alan. Oh well, I am going to be really, really boring and say finish with "Meet Me at Midnight," which is on the new single because we should really, which I love, absolutely love it, and it's and it's we would have done a new album. But had we not done that, it might have taken a lot longer. We got mm. to me first. Yeah. has to do this I'm, album. Uh, I'm I'm going to need a copy of that one then. <laughs> so, <laughs> speak to the um the executive of the record label there. He'll uh, yeah exactly three three minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. It's a complete it's a classic. Absolute classic. Yeah. <laughs> Listen carefully. You'll hear it. You'll feel it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I need, I need, I need a wee, I need a wee, a wee copy of that one. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much. I, I'll, I'm really excited to hear the new album. Where will people be able to pick up the new album? It will be, as I said to you previously, it's coming out at the end of July. It's yeah, pieces are the singles initially. Once, once we we will have it up for pre release i reckon in about two or three weeks up for pre-release for pre-order so that there'll be there'll be snippets of it on there it's and it'll be downloadable on on the usual platforms right like itunes and amazon won't be on spotify it won't be on spotify 
Nothing we're doing from now on is on Spotify. Where can I buy the vinyl, though? That'll be straight from us, probably, in, in the summer. as Well, Alan, how long is it to get the vinyl ordered? Because it this is... Because of coronavirus, it's taking ages, isn't it? In about six to eight weeks. Once after, from today, when we're waiting on that, once the artwork's done and everything in, for eight weeks. So the album will be available but 23rd of July, and it'll be from our website or our band camp initially. There's a, there's a shop I'm speaking to want to be exclusive on it, but we'll see. I, I, it'd be nice if we put it on pre-order. It sells out on our own pre-order. That'd be lovely. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Hey, you're my you're my Facebook and everything else. You, yeah, I'm constantly banging on about it. So um, you, you, the information. <laughs> yeah. I, I I really look forward to it because that that, that sound, it sounds like it's going to be right up my street as well. And, it, and, and but listen, guys, thank you so much for the time. Oh, uh-huh.